Hello and welcome to The Witch Source. I'm Whitney. And I'm Pam. And today we're discuss discussing Solar Plexus Chakra. So this chakra is above your belly button, about two, two inches. Yeah, two inches. And it's associated with the color yellow. And it's your third chakra. And it is your power center. I do. And I will. So those are the mantras associated with the solar plexus. So it's all about your willpower and doing and basically how you present yourself to the yourself world. And yourself. Yeah, and yourself. Yeah, how you put yourself off to everyone else and also you know your basic standard information you know like you said yellow but the planets association are like Mars and the Sun and um, the element is fire you know sometimes we get that pit burning <laughs> you know it's the fire in our bellies right, to right. get something done so that's well enough when you are off balance, oh my, and you need to rebalance, but let's talk about, you can have imbalance and overactive. Now your imbalances are going to be like where you're helpless, you feel helpless, nothing's going your way, you're uh, sloth moving, you're slow, mm. you don't care to get it done. You're having a hard time cleaning the house. I just don't feel like doing it. Lack of motivation. Lack of motivation, difficulty completing a task, uh, easy to anger. Mm -hmm. Now, overactive, imagine if you're just imbalancing, you're angry. Now, if you're overactive, you're talking furious. You're talking... So it takes that to the extreme. Take everything higher to the extreme. Um, jealousy. Uh, what was the other ones were like power hungry yeah I'm right you're wrong even if I am wrong I'm still right you're right no I'm matter gonna, what no matter what so uh, like the need to assert your power uh -huh. over others right and then you have the victim mentality mm. poor me and that's overactive the poor me why does it always happen to me? Every single time. Always me. Always me. Don't happen to nobody else. Always happens to me. And I'm sorry, I do that myself a lot. In the past. And I think, like, I think a lot of us do. Yeah. I know. And just like presenting this energy and personality of I need help with everything. I know years ago, uh, my sister, we went shopping and I got done paying and they had put everything in the bag and not even realizing what was happening like I put all my stuff back in my purse where I'd paid and we're walking out of the store and my sister's carrying my bag and out of nowhere she's like why am I carrying this and I was like I don't know why are you carrying it she's like I don't know you just always feel like you need help and I was like Wow, okay. And I didn't get defensive. She felt like you needed help. Right. Like, uh -huh. I didn't get defensive about her or anything. But it was just interesting. It made me take pause and look at what kind of energy am I putting out. Like, I need people to come rescue me. Mm. I need somebody to come to my aid. I need right. somebody to be my hero. I need somebody else to come fix things for me. And so that's, a, I think, a mentality and an energy that you were putting off, you had no idea. I had you were no idea, off. and I think but I've been around you years, and I've never. That's not true. That's not true. I never felt that you were helpless. Not helpless, but I need assistance. Well, because there's been a lot of times you've helped me and done for me, where I guess I was stuck in that whole energy, like she's talking about. You remember I used to come to your house to do laundry, and you would end laundry. up doing yeah. the laundry, not me. Because you frustrated me when you did your laundry. <laughs> you would not separate the whites from the darks. And I'd be like, Brittany, whites and towels. 
dark clothes, light clothes. You just don't throw them in the washing machine all together. Your clothes will have lint all over them. Don't do that. Yeah, I didn't learn. No, and you still do it I today. Do still do it. I'm like, oh my word. Just throw all that shit in the washer. I'm like, don't do that. But it wasn't that I didn't think you could do it. I was trying to teach you. You were young. You just got, were going to get married. Yeah. You were still in the process of learning homemaking. Right. So it wasn't that I felt you were helpless. It was like I was trying to guide you on how to do things. But yes, I did the laundry. Because I didn't like the way you folded it either. (laughs) That's just the mother hen and so me, I guess. I don't know. I love you. I didn't mean to do that. It's fine. But I mean, you know, I didn't even realize that that's the energy I was putting out. So it made me stop and like think about all the other relationships in my life. Like, are there other people in my life that feel like they have to, not have to, but just feel like they need to do this for me because I need it done? Well, and I think it depends on that person's mentality and that person's personality. Let me explain my thinking on this. I'm 5'10", 240 pounds. You're 5'4", 90 pounds soaking wet, okay? (laughs) So to me, I'm protector. I'll do what you can't because you're petite. Mm. It's not that you need it. It's just the big mama in me, the big sister. I'm the oldest. Right. It's I was the first to have a child in my, you know. So it's that taking you under my wing, I'm going to protect you type of instinct. Right. Instinct. Instead of, you need my help, it's, uh, I'm going to make sure you're okay. <laughs> so that's my, from my point of view. Right. Now about the other people in your life, like Courtney, your sister or whatever, wanting to carry you need, well, she's not small like you either. Well. She's, she's a big girl too, and I don't mean overweight, I mean we're tall. We're, right big boned so I mean maybe it's the so maybe like just even physically that's kind of what is that comes off you're petite you're tiny you need that protection you're breakable (laughs) (laughs) I'm so fragile (laughs) but I mean that's our thinking that's the person you hang around y'all that you put that off right but that's the way I was raised these people need our help because they're tiny, they're vulnerable, they'd be picked on. you got to protect them from being bullied. You've got to protect them from people being mean to them. Right. And that's just who I am. If it's a small person, child, small adult, no, you're not doing this. Yeah. Pick on me. Right. Come at me. Right. Let's see how that works for you. <laughs> so that's, you know, and that's just the way I was with you, you know. And other small people. <laughs> But, I mean, wasn't your dad? Your dad's tall, too. Yeah. You were his baby. Right. So, I mean, he did the same thing. I wonder, though, if it really isn't something that I energetically put out. And it would have to come from the solar plexus area, just, like, unknowingly, even. And I think a lot of times when we slip into patterns or habits and, you know, have personality traits, a lot of times it happens so unconsciously it's just develops over time even if it's not good or healthy agree you know we fall back on it because it's what we've always known and sometimes it's hard to just create that genetically engineered in us right really i mean we've got to just like consciously break that and consciously rewire and change and shift the energy to one that's you know. well, and look, what, as little girls growing up, what did we have? Cinderella needed her Prince Charming to rescue right. her. Yes. And, you know, those stories, where's my Prince Charming? Where's the white knight right. on the white horse coming to rescue me? So maybe we do put that out wanting to be rescued right. because of how we've grown up and what we've seen in the fantasy fictional world right it almost and then reality smacks us right in the face yeah exactly because <laughs> you know that doesn't happen in real life and I almost wonder if by having those stories and you know damsels in distress archetypes if we're not diminishing our own energy and power and solar plexus would, through that you know and that's like with my daughter now I've said all along like there will be no 
damsel in distress, princess needing saving. Right. No, I'm not having that because I want to and empower I her. You know, but to, you don't want to, to be empower her so much that she doesn't fall in love with someone. Well, and, yeah, because then there's like the overactive right. side. If there's too much energy right. focused in that area and it's not balanced, you know, I also don't want her to be that person that's just going to run all over people because she more than likely will be small and petite. She already is, you know, and I don't want her to feel like she has to you know, mow over people to get where she wants right. to go or, you know, be loud and seen. And I want her to be her, but at the same time, like, I guess I want to consciously parent in a way that helps her balance and find her own strength and still have and the kindness world, and compassion. But, but the world, world opens her eyes up in so many different avenues mm, of so emotions. True. And so true everything that goes on that's an, like an over another overactive is perfectionist mm. OCD yeah look at it this way I'm sure if OCD people would fix this right here heal that chakra they would be like it wouldn't affect them the perfectionist in them needing this here Having that to be a they're way. right yeah. and very competitive too Overly mm. aggressive, competitive. That makes sense. I mean, I'll cut your throat to be at the top. Right. That's a little bit much. I mean. Yeah, that's an extreme. Yeah. And backstabbing to get at the top. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This That chakra needs to be healed. Healed and fixed. Because I don't think you can fix it without healing it. you got to heal it and then work on fixing it. Because, like I said in the previous shows you got to work on each one of them every day you can't say okay today's wednesday i'm going to work on this one all of them every day Lining through, them, yeah. yeah even if it's just like a quick energy boost and a, a quick check-in of right how do i feel in each area today yeah right yeah. And, and you'll know right when you're off you know well and i think it goes back to also making sure you're fueling and empowering your chakras like we we're talking about if you have lack of motivation and you have like that sloth like energy you know that's your solar plexus it's crying out for help of feed me the things that are going to empower me you know feed your body the proper fuel that it needs get out and move even if you just take a 10 minute walk or a five minute walk just I getting agree. out and moving and pushing the energy around will help you know, start to move things in the right direction. Well, you know, and I've heard people say, and I've even said it, certain seasons are just not their month. Like, when winter comes, it's time to hibernate. Mm -hmm. I don't like going out. I don't, I slow down. Right. Okay, and I can see seasons affecting you, but that's also, if you'll fix these things, Maybe you'll enjoy the seasons that you're normally not wanting to participate in. Yeah, exactly. You eliminate the, the swinging of the pendulum from one extreme right. to the other. Uh, what's the other one? Um, like, uh, I think it's called uh, going down. It's like when the sun sets, everybody starts yeah, tired. tired. Energy you, level drops. And, or that's when you start feeling sick. Mm. Like, you don't oh, what did I do today? I'm just not feeling right, or the headaches come. I forget what, sundowning, I think is what it's called. Huh. And uh, that could be... Associated. Cause well, yeah, because it's so heard linked that, to the sun, too. And, you know, if, if you're raised hearing these things, mm -hmm. oh, well, that's what this is. I don't, it's just old-timers saying... Old wives this or right whatever when no there's more to it then there might actually be something that's why they said it right because i think there's a negative truth in, in right. all of those old right i agree things. <coughs> Excuse me. so i would say as far as you know how do you go about fixing and healing the chakra Admitting you're wrong to yourself in the mirror. Mm -hmm. You got to look in the mirror. Yeah, mirror work is huge in, in healing all of them, but especially claiming back your power. Well, and I mean, 
if you can speak the truth to yourself mm -hmm. and accept that truth, mm. it's going to hurt. You're hurting yourself. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. But uh, it's an awakening. Yeah. You are a beautiful person. You have a good soul. But you're too aggressive. You're too over the top. Let's tone it down a little bit. You're judging yourself worse than anyone else is judging you at all. Right. Oh, that's absolutely true. We're always harder on ourselves than anybody else in this so, world could possibly be. Why do that to yourself? It's the way we're raised. Society. Uh, the fairy tale world. Mm-hmm of uh, the damsel in distress, the white picket fence, two-story home with the wraparound porch mm -hmm. and the fern plants hanging around the porch. Right. We all have these like ideas of the perfect, perfect. reality right. and that we can never actually live up to. No. And I think even if you were to actually live up to it, you would still find yourself unhappy. Unhappy. There would always be, well, I can do this. Right. Or I need this. When all you need is yourself. Right. At some point you realize you're doing everything to please other people. Right. And not what truly makes you happy. Right. So yeah, I would say the first thing would be just to look at things truthfully and honestly and be mm -hmm. accepting of that truth as it is without all the, you know, self-judgment tied to it. You mm -hmm. know, no good or bad, no emotional, not like getting down on yourself, but just being honest with yourself and having acceptance of, okay, this is where I am and it's not exactly how I would like it to be, but I love and accept myself anyway. And I think that's what I want to stress more than anything. Love and accept yourself mm -hmm. with all the chakras because when we look in that mirror, mm -hmm. I'm 54. I see the wrinkles coming on. I see the gray hair, lost youth. Who's going to love me? I'm single. Who's going to love me and want to be with me? Not that I'm looking, <laughs> you know, but those are the things we, right. when we're looking in the mirror, I'm big girl. I'm not model perfect. So I put myself down enough that when someone else puts me down, that just knocks me completely out of line. So that's when you've got to look in the mirror and say, you know what? Those gray hairs are your silver lining and what you've learned in life. Mm -hmm. Take it in stride. Those wrinkles, those are for every laughter, every smile you gave to someone that you loved and care about. Right. That's what they came from. Yeah. That's how you get wrinkles because you smile upward and ah, there they are. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, that's the way you have to look at it. Right. These are life lessons. These are the joys. Mm -hmm. You got these from the joys and happiness, not from sadness, but from laughing, being with family and friends, loving family and friends. And just because someone criticizes you, you need to put that irrelevant. Right. Love yourself, look in that mirror, and love yourself. Yeah, for sure. Age thought. It's okay. I'm getting older. Right. It's okay. Yes, who doesn't want a facelift and a tummy tuck, you know, <laughs> liposuction? Okay, those things are expensive. <laughs> uh, you know. And um, it's a lot on your body. A lot on your body. So why even? Right. I'm happy with who I am inside and out. Right. And that's what we're striving. That's what everyone needs to strive for. Right. And, it's, and I'm sorry that people have a hard time loving themselves, but I think it's because people on the outside have made them not love themselves by criticizing and judging and critiquing. Well, and then we allow that in. So we allow <clears throat> our standards, you know, to be set by other people mm -hmm. instead of stopping and looking at what's truly going to make me happy. Because I think another sign of your solar plexus chakra being out of balance or needing healing 
you know, if you feel the need to approve other people, like if you're constantly seeking the approval of others, um, you're trying to constantly make other people happy. I mean, you'll never make everybody happy. All you can do is make yourself happy. And that's something that is so hard to come to grips with. Oh yeah. Well, and it's, it's really sitting down with yourself and accepting, okay, this is what I've done my whole life. This is what I've believed to be true my entire life. Right. Now, let me sit down and actually look at what do I really believe? Why do I believe that? And then go back and address it. Once you get to the root of where these beliefs and these standards and you know these impossible goals that sometimes people set for themselves, where do these things come from? And I think once you start going through, you realize that none of that was actually of your own doing, of your own thought pro process, of your own you know, joy, it was all stuff placed there by other people or to seek approval from other people, to make other people happy. Right, and it's like, I've always done it. Right, right. Well, you did it for me, and why can't you do it for me? Right. Okay, I'll do it for you too. It's because it becomes that, that play. Right. Or guilt. Well, and it leaves us open to be manipulated. Correct. And you know, because it starts young, as children, we want to please our parents. Uh -huh. We want to get that approval. We want them to be proud of us. And then we grow up and we move, uh, you know, move out or go into the workforce. And it's, I got to make, I got to do a good job, make my boss happy. You know, I got to do, I got to work really hard to get a raise or, mm -hmm. you know, all that. And we're still out there trying to please people, even if it means long hours and no recognition and, and no, hey, you did a good job. We have to learn to shed all of that wanting acceptance and making other people proud. You know, we have to shed that and, and lose that and figure out what is going to make me proud of myself, what is going to make me accepting of myself, what is going to make me feel happy and accomplished. Well, that's one thing I did. I never was told, I'm proud of you, I'm proud of your success, I'm not proud of what you accomplished by anyone. So after having my own children and my children growing up, marrying, having families, I'm proud of you. And I did it even in school, I'm proud of you. Mm -hmm. I love you. I did the hugs. I love you, I'm proud of you, I'm proud of you, you're smart. Always positive. Right. Uh, no, I did not praise them if it wasn't good. Right. You don't give a trophy just to give a trophy. Right. Right. To make the child feel good. Don't do that. No, because then they no, they don't it. learn. Ex they expect it each right, time. Right, right. But if I'm proud of you, I'm going to let you know I'm proud of you. You did a good job. Right. And that's one thing, you know, Will and Andrew and Lydia, they can never say I did not praise them or I'm proud of you or you did a good job. Right. Or That's something that was important to you. Right, because I never got it. Right. So I want to make sure they had it. Excuse me. Had it. Wow. I'm proud of you and everything <laughs> you've done. Thank you. And overcome in your life and been through. I'm proud of you, too. You've come on through a lot more than I have. Well, thank you. And you're still going, girl. Yes, I am still going. But that, you know, and just saying I'm proud of you, I love you, that's a person an inch. I'm very proud of you. There's another inch. Mm -hmm. Wow, you've really accomplished a lot in your life. There's another. It only takes you less than a minute to say uplifting and encouraging word to someone. Right. Would you rather encourage them or knock them down? Right. You're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it for them. It's not about you. Right. It's for them because you're messing with their chakras when you put out negativity. Right. Do you want to mess up somebody's chakra? Right. Let's be real. Right. Your words are affecting somebody else's chakras as well as your own. Yes. Yeah. Would you like for me to reach in there and pull out your heart chakra and crumple it up? Crumple it up? Yeah. If you wouldn't want it done to you, don't do it to others. Right. And we also need to learn how to say those same positive things to ourselves. Right. And, you know, just learning to accept that in. Because I know I still have a hard time, and I've, I have consciously tried to work on it, and I feel like I've gotten better. 
but I still have a really hard time accepting a compliment. You've always been that way. I know. Forever. It is so hard for me to accept praise or, you know, uh, a compliment. And that's something that is off. I mean, there's something somewhere that programmed me, you know, that I picked up probably as a child that somehow something bad is associated with it. That's the only thing I can think of of why I wouldn't be accepting of it. You know, some kind of trigger somewhere got set that, right. you know, is still buried inside of me somewhere. So definitely, you know, that's something I want to But you should really on. be pr- at your, I mean, let's go back 20 years ago at 15. You were basically raising yourself, had a bank account, work, I mean... You were living the 20-year-old life, is, and what I mean is, because I want to clarify, <laughs> is adult brain. You had the knowledge to know, I need money if I want a car. I'm going to have to make a car payment. I'm going to have to have insurance. Mm-hmm. I can't go out here and play right. and blow if I want to have stability and comfort as I grow up. Right. At a very young age, you had that knowledge. So that's why I'm like, maybe that's why you have a hard time dealing with that. Entirely possible. It's definitely something I think I need to dive more into and and look at, actually, now that that's, that's come up. And this is why I love us talking and doing, because we always discover new things that need to be worked on and healed but it's good because it clears it out you know right. we clear out all the crap so we can make room for the good stuff and there is, I know there's so much crap everybody deals and I'm just going to say it's right bullshit it's bullshit yeah it's all if it is not benefiting your life yep goodbye let it go let it go heal it forgive don't dwell it, on it forgive yourself forgive the other person yeah. and move on I mean um, my sister uh, I really think she needs to work hard on this one because it deals with the stomach and the pancreas liver the diaphragm and small intestines mm. she has stomach ulcers galore oh wow yeah that's a- she's had them since she was eight years old she's gonna be 50 this month wow okay so and that she's would on be medicine yes going back to that eight-year-old child and figuring out what triggered it? And if you look at, and it. I love my sister, but if we'll look at pictures, Sherry always had to have the pretty hair, the pierced earrings, the rings, the bracelets. Even at five, six, seven, she was doing the jewelry, the bracelets, the earrings, oh, wow. the fixed hair. She was coordinated. She would change clothes three or four times till she found out what she wanted to wear. She would take baths two to three times a day. At that young age, and that's the way she was up until she graduated high school. She married. I mean, she was is set in her pattern. So it almost makes you wonder how much of it was stuff that she picked up in childhood versus possibly stuff that carried over from a past life. Mm-hmm. Makes you wonder. That's what I'm wondering because she, it had to be. As long as I can remember, Sherry always. And the minute she was old enough to be able to wear makeup, I have not seen her maybe once in my whole life. I'm four years older than her without makeup. That's that important to her. It's every morning she's up and she's, even if she's going to mow the yard, she'll just put foundation on or something so she's evened. Right. And she'll mow and then she'll come in and take a shower and makeup. Yeah, I've never seen her without. I mean, eyeshadow. Right. Everything. Yes. And she's beautiful. She don't need it. Right. Well, she is beautiful. She really is. And it's like, that's her routine. I don't know that I've ever seen her without makeup. I guarantee you haven't. I ever have. Mm -mm. You won't. She's always been very routine. And I think that's part of the. Well, it sounds part of like the OCD and the, you know what she's putting out to the world whether she actually encounters somebody that day or not that's what she's 
putting out, you know. Because well, that's... with her profession, she has to. Right. I mean. She wants to be. Very professional. Right. She, she has to be professional. Right. There's no way around it. Right. And I mean, mm. and that's like any the people listening. You know, if, you, if you're a nurse, a doctor, a lawyer, a teacher, uh, to where you're dealing with people. Constantly. You've got to keep that professionalism about you. Because mm-hmm. the minute you veer right, they're going to oh, yeah, I knew they were asshole. They just showed me. Right. Well, and then there's a, a part of you that I feel like when we get into trouble, I feel like when we start to fragment or fragment too much. So, like, when we start to have our person that we are at home and the person that we are at work and the person we are around certain family members and, you know, and the person we are when we're by ourselves and can do whatever we want and we start to fragment and live these different lives, sort of say, I think that makes it hard and it puts a lot of pressure and responsibility on us when if we can learn to learn who we really are and what we really value and what makes us happy and what's important to us and start to heal where well, we can just be who we are all the time, you know, and have all of our parts integrated to that's just who we are, you know, I think that makes a big difference on just how you live your life in general and how much, how you, how happy you are. If you can really be you all the time and you don't feel like you have to put on a show or put on a face, you know, and you can just be who you are, like, I think that's when you can be your happiest. And I think that's like with recording these shows or whatever, I want to be polite. I want to be even toned. I want people to be able to clearly understand what I'm saying. And I'm talking differently than I normally would talk with us sitting because I want to make sure I'm understood. Right. Now, if I just go crazy, I will be talking too fast, and they'll be like, what did she just say? And I'll be like, listen, you need to get your shit together because we're going to be discussing this, and, you know, it's going to be about this. So grab your pens and pencils because, you know, who knows what's going to come out of my mouth. This is me. You know this is me. This is how I am. But I need to slow it down. Be more articulate in the way I speak. Enunciate. Enunciate. (laughs) And I mean, it's just... I really think people would like that you just let loose there. If I let loose? Yeah, just let loose. I'd go to jail. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be in jail. No, I, I... I uh, I just want to be understood. Wow. And I, I mean. Yeah, I get that. But, but I think the more we do this and the more. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. It's going to just. And I mean, do. we are wanting to do videos eventually and do card readings. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. So. That's going to be the more exciting More to part. come, yes. That's the exciting part. Yeah. But anyway, back okay. to this. So back to the solar plexus. Okay. So See, some we things. Off squirrel. Yeah, we're okay. Total squirrel. Um, so some stones that you can use when you're wanting to work with this chakra to balance it, heal it, empower it. Um, citrine, tiger's eye, yellow calcite, yellow jasper. Um, really, any of your yellow stones. Um, do you want to talk about some of the? Well, I also had found, like, you want to eat yellow foods. Remember mm, we had talked yeah. about yellow foods? Mm-hmm. The yellow squash, uh, mm, spaghetti squash, bananas, corn, lemons, mangoes, pineapple. But the essential oils, they're such a wide range. I mean, <laughs> and if you go and you research, it, I believe everyone that specializes in chakras, they mm-hmm. have their own, like, these four oils were best. These two oils were best. These essential oils are best. Right. This is best for aromatherapy. Everybody has their opinion. <laughs> Work what's best for you. Right. Right. I mean, I have one, I probably 15 here, but you know, it's your belly. Let's just call it what it is. It's your gut instinct. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, sandalwood, chamomile, myrrh, jasmine, frankincense, rose, grapefruit, lemon, lime, most of your citrus. Right. Uh, 
peppermint, pine, juniper. So I mean ginger. Uh, anything that just brings peace. I, I mean, I know they want, like I said, there's each chakra has its own little essential oil that you can use with it. Mm -hmm. But I think if you can look, you'll see that there's maybe three or four oils that are with every chakra. There's no need to have a shelf full of 60 different oils right. to use one for this one or this for this chakra. Find your four or five basic that is within all of them. Right, that works for you. That works for you. Well, and the great thing, you know, if you're a witch, which if you're listening to this, we assume you are, you know, one of the biggest things you can do to empower your magic and your practice in general is, you know, practice for one. Don't just pretend, right. like actually do some stuff. Right. But meditation and working with, you know, spirit, source, your spirit guides, you know, and when you can get to the point that you can just ask, what do I need to help me, you know, heal this or empower or, you know, what's the best thing? I mean, you'll get an answer. You Absolutely. Know, it'll, sometimes it'll come out of the blue, you know, sometimes if you have, um, you know, your gifts, your different clairs, you know, um, you'll probably get the answer through one of those. It'll just drop in your head or you'll hear it or you'll get a vision or you'll just know. Um, I need this right here. You'll, this will right. help. It'll, it'll come to you. Right. It'll, it'll show itself. And that's really one of the best things you can do. So when you're looking at healing the solar plexus, I would say one of the main things to do would be to go back through your memories to points in time where you felt that you were not empowered. Not in control. Right, where you felt like, you know, you were diminished or you felt powerless. No laughter. Right. right. You had no joy, no laughter. Right. I Go back to those areas mm -hmm. and you have the ability, you know, to go back and not relive the trauma or you know the situation but you go back intentionally with the thought and idea of i'm going to shift the energies and reclaim my power in those moments mm -hmm. and it's not about a woulda coulda shoulda beat yourself up it's about literally having the ability or feeling like you have the ability to look at that person that affected you in the past and say, you no longer have power over me. Control. Right. You no longer no, have, have control, control over me. You are no longer going to control my emotions. Right. And my I'm mental taking, health. I'm and I'm taking it, it back. Yeah, I'm taking it back. And I mean, once you reach that point, you're going to know you're healed and you're better with the confidence you have in yourself. Mm-hmm. Not overconfidence, not bullying, not... Not pretending. Right. Not fake it till you make right. it. <laughs> but, I mean, you, you... When you can look in the mirror and you're happy with what you see... Right. You're good. Right. And when you can... Uh, laughter. Have more joy. Have more joy yeah. and more laughter. Honestly, think, when was the last time you really had a good belly laugh? Right. Yeah. I mean, a heart to where your jaws hurt. Oh, you're crying with tears. tears. So it was so, laughing so hard. There needs to be more of that. Mm-hmm. Definitely needs to be more of that. Yeah. So, staying along those lines, if you're overactive, where you feel the need to constantly assert yourself, I would say Very to good. heal those areas, go back in time and be really honest with yourself of times that you manipulated or controlled a situation or you disempowered or tried to control somebody else and go back and, you know, just energetically tell them, I'm sorry that I did this to you and that you want to forgive yourself for the part that you played in it. You know, but just send that apology to them. And we're not saying you have to go to that person physically. We're not saying that you need to write them a letter or seek them out. It has nothing to do with the other person. But just 
energetically sending that out, that you just have to know that they will energetically receive it. And you're going to give them their power back. Mm. Because in the, the day, you can't take power from somebody else. No. You, you really can't. And you can't gain it from somebody else. And you can't lose your power to somebody else. The power is always within you. So whether you feel like you don't have it or you feel like you have too much of it or you feel the need to be forceful or controlling, you know, it's the overactive piece, you know, you have to remember the power is the power. Right. And it is within you. Nobody can give it to you. Nobody can take it from you. You can't earn no. it. No. You can't lose it, you know. Now, if you neglect it, it probably is dimmed, but you can always turn the light back up by doing self-empowering things, you know, properly right. fueling, exercising, you know, meditating, working with the stones, you know, doing kindnesses for other people, doing kindnesses for yourself, you know, and, and not feeling bad about it, right. not shaming yourself anymore. You know, that's how you can grow and heal in your own power, you know, well, because even somebody saying that they're proud of you. They're not giving you power. That's an illusion. Right. That's a trick that your brain is playing on you. That, oh, they've told me I did a good job, but yeah, I'm going to feel good now. Fuck that shit. That's what I'm going to tell you. Fuck that shit. You feel good about what you did because you did it, and you don't need anybody else's approval, and you don't have to go shine and brag about it to anybody else. Okay, now I'm going to back you off a little bit. I'm going to reel you in right here. All right. You always reel me in. Go ahead. Okay, let me say... It does help when someone tells you you're proud of you. And especially now, I now, now, imagine you saying to your nine-year-old who studied really hard for that science quiz and had been failing science, and he finally made a hundred, you're going to say, fuck that shit? No. No, you're no, going to no, say. No, okay, you're misunderstanding yes. me. That's what, what I'm, I'm clarifying. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I'm not saying that at all. As an adult. I want my child, even if you use that same scenario, yes, I'm going to tell my child, I'm so proud of you. Of I'm you. so happy for you. You did right. so good. But the whole thing is, I want my child to feel good in and of themselves for Great. what they accomplished. Right. I don't want to create that situation where they feel the need to constantly get that approval and acceptance from somebody else. Well, that's not why you say else. I'm not proud of you all the time. I mean, that's why it's not, it shouldn't be used. Overused. Okay, uh, overused. Right. Um, then you end up with overly sensitive kids that cry because... I deserve. Right. I deserve. No. If you had a child that struggled and they worked really hard to accomplish this, right. I'm proud of you. Yeah, yeah. Um... But as an adult, adult, you know the world. Come on, man. Right, that's insane. When you reach as a certain adult. age, now if you worked on a project for six months, you knew you had to get out, or whatever. And as we're here working on our stuff, right, we're busting our asses. We're trying to get this out there. We're trying to build our business and let people know who we are. And then someone comes along and is like, "I'm proud of you." Okay, thank you. You know, right. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But that's not going to make me But we don't need, need it. it. Right. That's the difference. Because I know I'm damn good. Right. I know I'm a witch. Right. I know I know what I'm doing. I've been doing it for 50 years. Right. Just don't. Not that I don't appreciate it. Right. But don't stroke my back because you're going to try to get something out of me. Right. That's not, that's not the way I play. Exactly. And that's what I'm like. If you... You have your own power. Somebody telling you that you've done a good job doesn't empower you. It no. might make you feel good. And you can appreciate that somebody has noticed what you've been doing. Right. And you can say, you know, yes, I receive. Thank you. You know, you can receive that good in because that is good to receive. And you can be appreciative of it. But know that you didn't gain any power no. from it. No. You know, and it might have been likely, fuel to keep going, but right. it didn't give you any more power. You always have the power within yourself. Nobody can give it to no. you. Nobody can take it from you. And I agree with you there, but I mean, if I feel that the person deserves a, I am proud of you. You did a good job. Yeah. You can, I can read people. You can read people. You know. When it's real or when it's not. That this person needs to be uplifted. Like they're struggling at that pedestal. 
They're right there at that rock. They're almost over the rock, but they're struggling. Right. And you're like, you know what? You've done a good job so far. You know what? You're going to make it. I know you're going to make right. it. That's that push to be that like, positive reinforcement, right? And that, that is that is good, and it is helpful. And, and I mean, you just sense with certain, you know, who you can approach and who you can't. Mm-hmm. I've gone into restaurants, and the cashier be a bitch. I mean, can I take your order? Well, when you smile at me, I'll be glad to give you my order. And I've said it, and they'll look at me and go, "Do what?" I said, "Smile. It's a beautiful day outside." <laughs> and they'll smile just like I made you smile. Right. And then I'll get my order. Well, by the time I've got my food, they, they will be thanking me. Thank you for making me smile. I really needed that. Right. Just by that little interaction, I've done changed. Right. You shifted the energy. Shifted the energy. Yeah. People need to realize you can shift the energy for good or for bad. Right. I had rather shift it for the good. Right. And you can kind of pick up on who you can approach. And who you just need to leave the fuck alone because they're just well. Not and be... honestly, that's reading energy. That's right. you using all of your gifts, your intuition, your, your your knowing. You know, even if you're unknowingly reading the energy in the room or of a person, that's using your gift to know how and when to be able to interact, and then using your power, which everybody has their own power, right? Like you're saying, for good or for bad, and that's the choice you have to make. But you always have power. You always have power. And like you were saying before, every every word you speak, every bit of energy you put out does make a difference. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of it makes a difference. And right. it's up to you to choose how you're going to use your power and your energy and how you're going to re- interact right with other people's energies that they're putting out. And I'm going to apologize right now for my cough and sneezing, but it's allergies. So <laughs> it is I'm allergy just season. letting you know right now I can't handle it. I'm sorry. We're, I'm doing the best I can. Really, I am. I probably sound like a man with my deep old voice. <laughs> but it's okay. It's all right. Um, I just think that once you heal that, and I'm going to break up the mirror again, You'll be more confident to face the person looking you in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Male or female, you know what? You've got this. You have more confidence. Right. And nobody has to have your back because you have your own back. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. Uh, yes, you'd like for people to support you or be understanding of you or sympathetic when something's going on. But you need to understand, don't depend on anyone but you. Right. And that is true. It is true. Nobody else is you. Nobody can experience life the way you do. Nobody else can feel what you feel. Nobody else can live the life you live. You are living your own life. And it is up to you to heal and empower and have confidence within yourself and build up your own strength and know that you are strong enough to do this work. If you want to be strong enough to work some really freaking cool magic. magic. (laughs) You've got to be strong enough to face these demons, to face these Mm -hmm. things that need healing, to go back and know that you are powerful. You are strong enough to go into the past, shift and change the energy, reclaim your soul peace, reclaim your power, and then bring all of that strength to the here and now. And that's why I hope we reach Everyone, I'm not trying to pick a age group, but I would really like for the, say, the 20 to 26, 27, 30-year-olds, do it now. Oh, yeah. Do it now before more shit piles on top. Right. Start healing now, because if you wait till 50, you've got a whole oh, lot. lot a whole lot. Yeah. And then, as you're healing and you're going backwards and you're fixing that and claiming your soul peace and healing and fixing, well then a song will come up or someone will say a word and you're like, oh, back to that time. Right, the triggers. The triggers, and you've got to go, okay, I've got to fix that now. Right. So that's more years you're digging through. And I'm not saying you have to dig through them all, but when you're hit with the trigger, fix it. Right. That it's coming up as an opportunity to be healed. When you right. have a memory of something totally random that you wanted to forget, 
don't shove it aside. No. Don't push it away. Don't, you know, relive it and get upset and cry and get angry or depressed and all that all over again. No, claim your power. It's coming up because it's wanting to be healed. It's right. the opportunity to do that. And you are powerful enough to heal it and to shift it and to change it. And that is where the real magic is because when you realize how to shift the energies and you know how to shift the energies magically to create what you want to create. And you are creating. Yeah. Then you are working magic. Absolutely. And then you can look at yourself. And I mean, these are affirmations. When you know you're healed, you can love and accept yourself. Mm -hmm. I love me for who I am. I accept me for who I am. Mm -hmm. Faults and all, and that's okay. Uh, yes. Just right where I am. Yes. I don't care that you like don't like that I wear purple shoes with green socks. That's what I like. <laughs> I like my purple shoes and green socks. Right. That's, you know, that's who I am. Right. And as long as you love you, it doesn't matter. People are going to talk no matter what. Mm -hmm. you're, like you said earlier, you're not going to be able to please everybody. Why even try? Right. Uh you have to feel your own power. Know that your potential is unlimited. Don't put a cap on who you are. Right. Don't say, I've reached this goal, I'm done. Right. Why do you have to be done? Right. Why? And praise yourself all along the way. Right. I mean, why stop? Reach for the stars. Mm -hmm. Go out to the universe. Go past the universe. Go through the Milky Way. Forward to, I mean, right. don't stop. Keep going. Uh, be courageous. Be strong. Uh, well, that brings up, too, don't label yourself. Right. You don't have to label yourself. Even as a witch, you don't have to label yourself as a, a kitchen witch or a sea witch or a garden witch. or a, You know, you don't have to have labels. I'm just a witch. I do it all, baby. Right. Like, I mean, there's no why? point in putting a label on. I mean, I'm just a witch and I do what I do. I do what feels right to me and right. it works and that's what matters. Right. Well, what witchcraft do you do? Well, Whitney does different and I do different. Mm -hmm. We do the same. Right. I mean, it just depends on we're witches. Right. It's anything goes. Anything. Yeah. It's whatever. I mean, we, we dance under the moonlight, we right. sing under the moonlight, we. Praise the sun. I mean, yeah, it's everything. Yeah, there, it's limitless. It's limitless. So don't put yourself in the box. Right, and no say, labels. I'm a green witch, or like you said, a kitchen witch, or if that's what you want to do and you don't want to go out, that's fine. Right, right. But I have no labels. I'm, I don't. I'm yeah. all. I think it's freeing to live without labels. But I get if that's something that's important to you that you value, then. Go for it. If that's what feels right to you, if, if you want and that label and that makes that are, sense to you, then go for it by all means. And there are some people that, trust me, I am not an apothecarian. I love doing it, but I am not one that can be like, I don't have all the oils and herbs and powders and stuff where I can, here it is, let's do this. Right. Because that's... I mean, I could do it, but, you know. Right. I'd have to have my witch house, like, five times big <laughs> to be able to do what I do. But well, that's do like, what you love. Most yeah. people focus on one thing, the herbs, or herbalists, or tarot readings, palmistry. Right. That's their thing. That's right. what they really enjoy doing. That's what they thrive to learn more about. Right. Me, I have no limit. I want it all. Yeah, exactly. There are no rules. We no. just, it's a free-for-all, right. magically speaking. Like, yeah. heck yeah. Okay, I think one of the last things I wanted to mention on the solar plexus is you really want that center to get balanced because this is where a lot of your magic comes from it is the powerhouse of your power i mean come on it's, it just makes sense it's your power center so when you are doing your spell work and when you're doing ritual and when you're doing your manifestation work or whatever it is you're working on when you are sending those energies out which is what you're doing you know i think sometimes people don't realize you know some 
witches who may be new to it, it's not about, you know, are you using the right materials? Are you saying the right words? It's all about the energy and the intention. And that is projected from your solar plexus because that is where you push your, your energy out. That's where you push your intentions from. So you really want to work on getting that section healed. You know, if you're not getting results or if your results come back a little sideways, you probably need some more healing done in this area. All your chakras really is gonna bring you the most powerful, oh, yes. you know, magical results. But definitely make sure that you are you know, grounded, centered, empowered, and you're feeling really good and charged up before you go and do some magic. Because if you're feeling sideways and you do some magic, you're going to get sideways results. And sideways magic is not good. it blows up in your face. Yeah. So make sure that your power center is really strong because that's oh, yeah. where you're projecting it all from. And I mean, in my youth, I was not perfect with my magic and I got a lot of sideways shit to happen. Because I was doing sideways shit. Right. So, yes, you need to be focused. You need to be centered. You need to... Your emotions yes, under control. Absolutely. You got to have your shit together. Yeah, I agree. Get your shit together before you start... Because when it bounces back, yes, Lord. it will knock you on your ass and not playing. Yeah. Yeah, it will. And it will come out of the blue... No, you know you put it out there. You put it out there. But you're sitting over here working, and you're like, what just happened? Mm -hmm. Oh, it bounced back. Yeah. Didn't do what I wanted it to do. Right. Right. And then you've got to fix what you broke. Right. Heal what you broke. Right. And replan and rethink and redo. Right. And we'll definitely do more episodes diving into, you know, magical workings and what different kind of results that you're getting and why, you know, we'll, we'll do some episodes on that coming up in the future, but we really want to get through these healing chakras, you know, because it is so powerful and that is where you get your power from is getting yourself aligned and healed. And that's going to make a difference when it comes to what kind of results are you getting from your magical working? And I really think it helps with, even though you're healing like your root, your sacral, your solar plexus, your heart, your throat, your third eye and your crown, and they have all their own little weavings to them. It's all about healing you and letting go of the old you. Right. Saying goodbye to the complications you had. Right. The old programming. programming all that. Yeah. If you can do that, it will be so much easier to heal them all. Right. If you'll just go ahead and say, okay, you know what? I know I need to do this to heal this chakra. But you're also going to need to do that to heal all of them. Right. Right. So just sit down and meditate. Yep. And if you have to start from when you can remember and work forward or start now and work back, whatever works best for you. Which both are powerful And I'm practices. going to tell you right now, you know, you could be in the shower and something come to you. Handle it then. Right. Yeah. Driving down the road, something pop in your head. Handle it then. Even if you're at work and something drops in, take a break, go to the bathroom, go outside, whatever. Handle it. Work on it. Heal it. And as it comes, plus when you're meditating, trying to work on the healing. Right. You will find if you can do that every day, and I know people are, I don't have time to do that every day. Okay. Let's be real here, people. Yes, you can. It's 15 minutes, and I'm just going to call your bullshit. <laughs> it's 15 minutes. How many of you take a bubble bath? How many of you just go in the bathroom to sit alone so your kids aren't bothering you? Right. That's when you can focus just that few minutes on healing. Right. Yeah. If you go to your craft room to craft... If you're mowing the yard. Yeah. If you are washing the dishes. Yeah, that's a good time, actually. Uh, cooking the meal. Yes, there's other activity going on around you. But you're basically, in the family's mind, you're cooking the meal. But you're really thinking about the past 
and what you need to heal. Right. So Take there's those, time. There's times. There yeah. are times. It might not be the dedicated sit down, silence, you know, perfect yoga position, going home right. the whole time, you know. But, but you're healing. Right. That's important. It's really important because that's what's going to heal your relationships and everything. And also people will start seeing a difference. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. And I mean, I've even had people tell me, your energy has shifted. And I look at them like, what do you know about energy? <laughs> right. You know, like, where is this coming but from? It's never come out of your mouth before. <laughs> okay, thank you. Right. But you don't talk the way you did before. You don't approach. I'm a very aggressive person, or I used to be a very aggressive person. There you go. And I'm not that aggressive anymore. I stop, I think, before I speak. I'm like, how are they going to react to my words? Well, you get connected with you. Right. You know, you, you, you feel into a, you before you. It's empowering people. Oh, yeah. Do it. Oh, yeah. Do it. But thank you all for joining us. Yep. We appreciate it. We're going to leave it at that, and we will see you guys next time. Bye.